Our learning objective is to demonstrate how dollar cost averaging plans work and describe examples of these plans. A dollar cost averaging is a formula investment plan requiring periodic fixed dollar amount investments. The idea behind dollar cost averaging is you are attempting to average out your unit purchase cost. It works best in cyclical markets. So if you have a stock that is cycling highs and lows, hopefully with an upward trend over time, and you engage in dollar cost averaging, then what will happen is you will end up buying more stock, more shares of stock when the price is low because your dollar investment amount is fixed and fewer shares of stock when the price of the stock is relatively high. And the rationale for dollar cost averaging is it makes us go counter to what is an intuitive but possibly bad strategy. And the bad, the, the intuitive strategy is when a stock price is going up, we look at that and say, oh, this is a great investment, I should buy a lot, so you put a lot of money into it. And then when the stock price is going down, you get concerned about the investment and you say, I don't know if I should be buying this stock if it's going down. And so our intuitive approach is you tend to buy more when the price is high and buy less or not buy when the price is low. And of course the oldest investment advice going is buy low, sell high. But that's very difficult for us to emotionally do because remember when the price is low it's because everybody agrees this is a bad investment and they don't want to hold it. And when the price is high it's because everybody agrees this is a good investment and everybody wants to hold it. So buying low, selling high requires you to buy when everybody says it's a bad buy and sell when everybody says you should be buying. And the dollar cost averaging by committing to this fixed dollar purchases forces you to overcome uh, this intuitive approach. Now, most people do dollar cost averaging even though they don't realize they're doing it and that's because for most people uh, this is the only way they have access to their cash for investments. For example, people are frequently paid once or twice a month and with each paycheck some of the money is put into their pension account or some of their money may be automatically transferred to a brokerage account for investment. And so when you invest through your paycheck distributions, you are ultimately dollar cost averaging even though you may not be aware that you're doing it. Now, <clears throat> the real issue comes up is, is it a good strategy if you have an alternative available to you? For example, Suppose you came into $12,000 on January 1st of each of a year and you wanted to invest the money. And there are two strategies. You could take the $12,000 and invest the whole thing immediately. We call that plunking. 
So you could plunk the whole 12,000 into the market. Or you can say, you know, I'm going to dollar cost average, so I'm going to invest $1,000 each month. And over the 12 months, I will end up investing the full 12,000, and I'll get the benefit of dollar cost averaging. Well, it turns out that the majority of the time, stocks go up. I know when you've gone through a long bearish period that that, that doesn't seem right, but if you look over long periods of history, the majority of the time, stocks go up. And so if on average stocks go up, you're better putting your money in uh, sooner rather than later. Now, if you dollar cost average in the scenario I gave, research suggested that you will have lower risk in your portfolio, but you will also have lower expected return. In other words, uh, you're, if you have the opportunity, you are better off plunking than dollar cost averaging unless, unless you are in an incredibly highly volatile period where the stock prices are shooting up and down uh, um, on a regular basis. For a financial planner, even though over the long run dollar cost averaging is not as good as plunking, it still may be a useful tool to help clients get into portfolios that they should be holding. And the reason it can be a useful tool is, going back to our example, if the client has $12,000, a, a typical client might say, well, I don't, I don't want to invest it today because prices may go down tomorrow, and then I'll feel bad. So why don't I wait till tomorrow and see what's happening in the market, and maybe I'll be more confident. And that, that argument can be repeated every day of the year, and the client ends up not investing. So you can go to the client and say, well, look, <clears throat> let's dollar cost average. You take the first thousand and we'll buy, some, we'll buy a stock. If the stock goes up, then you'll be happy because you made money. If the stock goes down, then you can be happy because you still have more money to invest and now you can buy even more shares or buy it at a lower price than what you paid for it before. So either way, it's a win-win if you dollar cost average. And to a lot of people, that kind of makes uh, sense and it will allow them to overcome the fear of investing to get to the type of portfolio that they should be holding. Dollar cost averaging uh, in practice can include things like contract plans with mutual funds where you sign an agreement with a fund that uh, they will automatically take money from your checking account uh, each, each month and use that to purchase shares. It can include DRIPs, which are dividend reinvestment programs. So the instead of the company sending you the dividend check, they will take the dividend that you've earned and use it to simply buy more shares. 
and uh, it also includes direct purchase programs where you sign up with a specific company to again regularly take money from your account and use that to buy new shares of stock. Now, in things like programs like DRIPS, you should be aware that the dividend income is still subject to taxation. Just because you immediately reinvest the dividend does not get you out of the tax treatment. And programs like these, uh, the mutual fund, DRIPS, and DPPs, may reduce or eliminate some of the transaction fees associated with investing. Let's consider some true-false questions. Dollar cost averaging refers to any process whereby a one-time investment decision is made that commits the investor to a series of future purchases. That's true. That's the basic definition of a dollar cost averaging plan. From an investor's perspective, there are no drawbacks to a dividend reinvestment plan. Well, actually, that's not quite true. That, that one's false. And the drawback is that if you are involved in a dividend reinvestment plan for one or, say, many or all of the stocks in your portfolio, then what you will find over time is that, uh, assuming the stocks do well, the val although the value of the portfolio grows, the number of securities in your portfolio does not grow because you are simply acquiring more of the same stocks. And if the ultimate goal is to increase the diversification of your portfolio over time, as well as grow the value, then what you should be doing is taking the cash dividend payments and using those to buy new stocks to, in the portfolio rather than just increasing the investment in the existing stocks. So from an investor's perspective, there is a drawback to a dividend reinvestment program because it will tend to limit uh, the diversification potential of the portfolio.